0: Welcome, everybody, to Well To Do. It's about an abundance of all things love and wellness. I'm Andy Lou, and our first episode is very exciting. It's brought to you by Spiral Foods, Australia's largest organic health food supplier and most affordable too, so check them out. And on our first episode, it's all about finding fitness. And let's meet Cam Speck, founder of FitPlan app, the world's largest and most popular workout at home on an app as you watch your favourite fitness trainers take you through your training. Cam is Canadian-born, living in Miami, and a first-time father-to-be. He's a business coach and mentor running programs for men to empower their inner king. Cam, welcome to well to do
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope I can live up to that beautiful intro.
0: I know. I feel exhausted reading it. And you have an abundance of energy, which is why we have you on the show, because we want to know all the things that you need to do to be well, but how did you find fitness? Because FitPlan was the first and original home workout app before COVID. And, you know, before we were all working out in our home spaces.
1: Yeah. So I found fitness, um, essentially, it was born out of an insecurity of how I looked. And I wanted to increase my physical appearance. And shortly after that, I felt an amazing. Um, I really understood how feeling healthy is not just something that makes you feel alive inside, but helps you give energy and service to other people. So I became addicted to the feeling of fitness, and that's what has led me to the consistency I have in my fitness routine today.
0: Yeah, I mean, you do look amazing. It's hard to imagine that, you know, you looked anything different than you do now. But I I must also say that a healthy body looks different on every person. But what inspired you to want to look well? You have a beautiful uh, fiancé who's going to produce a baby speck for you. Nicole is just a gorgeous woman. And, I mean, you always wanted to attract your most perfect partner and most well life. So what are some of the things that you did to inspire you to be fit? Because we all know we need to be, but how do we get inspired?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's – I think – Some people get confused about motivation and think people that are in shape or successful are always motivated, and that's just not true. I often struggle with lack of motivation, but what I've been able to do is implement healthy habits on a daily basis that have become routines. So at a younger age, I started to understand that if I consistently did things that allowed me to feel my best and look my best, they'd become my new habits, And now it's just a lifestyle. I don't follow programs. Fitness is just something that I do on a daily basis to look and feel my best, have the most abundant mental clarity, um, have the most energy that I can possibly have so I can serve the people around me so that I can coach people and mentor men and um, serve and honor my beautiful uh, bride-to-be and and, and mother-to-be. So um, that's really what inspired me.
0: So this is what I talk about as a wellness coach is finding your why. So that purpose that's greater than just you and about your service to others, I guess that's your inspiration or your why. Uh, And then that makes sense that you found that and then that helped you to find fitness. But, you know, FitPlan app is huge, Cam. It's, you know, how did this all come about to be, you've got amazing fitness trainers on there and the company's growing every day. So tell me more about FitPlan.
1: Yeah, my partner and I landed, we had a vision to create and pioneer a digital fitness platform that just helped people get in shape, uh, fall in love with fitness for the right reasons. We wanted to be able to provide a platform for people to live a healthier and happier life. And that was really the inspiration behind uh, We We started with a big why of just helping people. And we knew if we stuck to that why and remained aligned with that why, we would figure everything out. So that's originally originally how it all started and came to be.
0: Wow. And so now you're helping people find their own fitness literally just by logging onto the Fit Plan app and then, as you say, having a routine of working out?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I mean for us it's the the fitness industry is a little bit noisy. Um, it's, it's very saturated, so we wanted to be able to provide and curate um, some of the best fitness routines and health and fitness guidance from some of the top people in the world. So we put our heads together and started discovering these larger-than-life um, fitness icons, and we you know, just shared the vision of, of helping people and how we were going to innovate and pioneer Um, this fitness app through technology to deliver their fitness guidance and advice all over the world. So we, you know, went hard at, uh, after, after many no's, you know, we definitely got um, the right yeses and partnered with, you know, uh, Michael Hearn, which, you know, very, very famous in the bodybuilding world, uh, four-time Mr. Universe. He's just a massive man, but a beautiful heart. So it was very important for us to share uh, alignment between personal values with the people we brought on board. And so he was one of the first. Michelle Lewin was among the first that we onboarded as well uh, from Venezuela. Beautiful story, grew up poor, um, came to the U.S. and and really tried to um, utilize fitness to become successful. And she did just that. And then we went on to sign people like Jen Selter, and moved into different sports categories like Pilates and even football, and signed Rob Gronkowski, which you know people should know him. He's a amazing football player, several Super Bowls. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all these names you're dropping. <laughs> i got to pick them up. You even signed JLo recently and A-Rod when that was all still happening. And how do you find these people? Do they come to you or are you looking for the best of the best?
1: Yeah, we, we didn't actually sign J-Lo, but we signed A-Rod. Um, and J-Lo uh, was... You know, she was just organically promoting the product because she really liked what we had to offer. So that was really incredible.
0: Extra bonus. Yeah, it was definitely
1: an extra bonus. And, you know, obviously she's really into fitness. So this is something that hit close to home. Um, And then she was supporting Alex in in, in his new venture. Uh, How do we find these people? You know, it was, in the beginning, it was very, very challenging. When we first signed Michelle Lewin, we uh, tried to get FaceTime with her by following her to all these different fitness expos all over the world, so we could stand in line at her booth and just like pitch this idea. Because um, they're sometimes very hard.
0: The hustle is real. Yeah, the hustle is
1: real. They're sometimes very challenging to get a hold of, on on just through Instagram or email. Uh, you know, they they're, they're not really like checking that stuff for deals and partnerships. They're busy. And this was back in the earlier days. This was. You know, 2015. So a lot of manual outreach and when we started getting some traction, we did end up getting some inbound uh, requests for people joining the platform, but we've been very selective of the people that we work with um, and we curated a really great roster.
0: I mean, if I, when I think about FitPlan app, I just think about it as such a popular platform, but one that really gets the results really and first class trainers. So I hear what you're saying and... Yeah, it's definitely, I think anyone who jumps on that would be completely inspired to find their own fitness level. But I mean, I guess what I wanted to say is you are such a holistic wellness man, even though you're a fitness man. And I think that's the difference between people who are just into fitness and nutrition, but somebody who's looking after their health by being fit, but also being holistically well in every aspect of your life. And what I loved about you was that, You know, you and your team that, you know, I went to visit you in LA and you had a great team there and they were sort of bragging about how they would do fitness with you in the mornings before you began and you would journal as a daily practice um, and you're running mentoring programs now. And tell me what your vision is for people, you know, on that holistic level. What do you want for men? What do you want for us as a community and population?
1: Yeah, I I really feel like, you know, I I feel like I'm in the wellness category, not necessarily in the fitness category. I think fitness is one part of wellness and you got to be able to take care of your mind, your body and your soul. There's a few different states that we have. We have a mental state, a physical state, an emotional state. And it's very important to find balance between all of those different states to create some beautiful harmony. And that's really what I've been able to develop over 10 years of practice you know some of the practices you mentioned that i consistently do on a daily basis like meditation or you know just relaxing getting centered listening to my inner self and um just keeping very uh consistent with my vision and my why it allows me to cut the noise out and dig into what my heart has to say and journaling has become such a beautiful practice for me to allow me to share expressions of gratitude, appreciate my life and the beauty in it and the people around me. Um, it, it allows me to reinforce affirmations of the person I am and the person I'm becoming. It allows me to set intentions so I'm pro- proactively creating my day. So that's really like the foundation of all of the programs I teach. It's mind, body, and soul. And this is like a huge aspect of what I teach men, because men historically have been conditioned to not share emotions, to not be vulnerable, to suppress all of these things. And they haven't really had a platform to just unload, like share how you're feeling, have the courage to share how you're feeling because being vulnerable is, is, is a strength. It's definitely not a weakness. So, you know, more, more than ever, men really need a platform where they can just be themselves and speak about how they feel so it naturally just uncovers these things that they've been suppressing to allow them to live a freer life.
0: That's exactly right. That's why it's so beautiful to see a man journal. To be an expressive, reflective man is very attractive to women, but it helps you in business too. It helps you on your own personal wellness is is what you're expressing. You know, if I was... (laughs) A fly on a wall. I mean, everybody wants to know what somebody's journaling. So tell me what some of your gratitude notes are. Tell me what's in that journal. Just give us a clip of what you're writing in there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so recently I've I've been, you know, thanking God in the universe for blessing me with this seed of life that's growing in my beautiful fiance's belly. I'm over the moon excited, and you know, the we're about Four and a half months along, and I just share gratitude for the pregnancy going very well. Nicole healthy, the baby healthy. So a lot of my focus is around just just sharing grace and gratitude for that. I share, you know, significant amount of grace and gratitude for Nicole as well. She's such a super supporting fiance. And I share gratitude for having the opportunity to coach people and help them find themselves and find their why and really live a great life. So most of the time I'm journaling around people because people for me in my life are so important and I'm just so thankful I have really good people in my life.
0: Well, I mean, it comes down to that in business because it's all about relationships. It's not about buying something we buy from someone and... Yeah, so if you're bettering yourself, but you're wanting that for others too, it makes sense, right? I guess what you're saying is that what's in your journal is just an abundance of gratitude. Is that right?
1: Yeah, there's, that, that's where I start. I always start with the gratitude. I mean, it's it's been proven scientifically that when you're in a state of gratitude and appreciation for the things that you currently have, it opens up this portal of manifestation to acquire more of that stuff. So, you know, that's, that's, that's really where I start. And then I go into setting intentions for the day. I reflect on how my day was the day before and areas uh, that I want to show up a little bit better today. So I set intentions for my business. I set intentions for how I want to have conversations. This morning, I journaled on one of my intentions was to have a truthful, honest, and expressive interview with you. So I programmed my intention to have this to set the tone for a beautiful conversation so i set intentions i reflect and then i do a lot of affirmations work where i reinforce the person i am so i do things like i am statements like i am a conscious leader committed to serving people i am courageous to express who i truly am so stuff like that that reinforces who i am and who i'm becoming so those three things i often journal on
0: I love that you use the word courageous because I'm a lover of language being an author and courage comes from the French word liqueur, which means the heart. So when you're being courageous you're just being all heart. And ultimately that's what I'm about and I mean, well-to-do is all about, I mean, it's a bit of a pun, really. This is our first episode, so I feel so blessed that, you know, I've got you on here because, as I said, you're just not a leader in fitness, but, you know, you're a leader in bettering people and allowing them to have this, you know, better quality of life, which is what this podcast is all about. So journaling, gratitude and setting intentions These are the things that we need to do to be well to do. And those three things, if we just start off with that and if our listeners can just start off with that, I think that will really take them places because I think it can become really overwhelming when we decide that we want to start being more well or more fit or healthier, whatever you want to call it. But when you're talking about the I am, that's very much in the now, Cam. And I'm not sure if you're aware, but that's very, it's an NLP or neuro-linguistic programming practice so instead of saying sort of I would like to be we say I am and you're in the now because you know I am a fit being we might not have you know sort of reached our ultimate goal of how that looks or feels but we really are we're alive we're we're running you know and being in that state can manifest more what what do you think about is it subconscious or is it conscious when you're saying I am?
1: Yeah, it's definitely, you know, a little bit of both. Um, I'm consciously setting intentions to reprogram subconscious beliefs. So, you know, we're, we're conditioned and programmed or we condition and program ourselves with the subconscious. It's basically, you know, I, I guess like a more general term is the monkey mind. We repeat the same thoughts over and over and over. And a lot of those thoughts, most of those thoughts, aren't supporting our highest state of living. So it's really important for us to reprogram that subconscious so that subconscious becomes in support of living our highest level of well-being. So I'm I'm so bullish on presence. Presence living in the now, appreciating the now, finding the beauty and the gold nuggets in the now having deep conversation with Jedi-focused listening. I think all of that stuff is really, really important because we get lost in the future quite often. But when we're lost in the future, we're missing what's happening right now. And all we have is now. So I think that's very important.
0: Yeah. And I mean, for those who don't know, you know, living too much in, you know, the past can cause depression and living... Too much about worrying about the future can cause anxiety and being in the present is a gift, they say. But tell me more about this monkey mind. Are you suggesting that there's a narrative that we're running that we're completely unaware of and we can literally flip that narrative and create a new story?
1: That's pretty much exactly what I'm saying, yeah, is, is we have, you know, we've, we've, uh, we hold on to these identities and these attachments and these stories and it creates this narrative that repeats over and over and over. And our brain's a lot like software, where it can be rewritten and it can be programmed to support us and to serve us. So with some of the practices we talked about, it's actually just as simple in the very beginning. is just sitting in stillness and listening to yourself, really listening to not just what your mind is saying, but what is your heart feeling? So if you're able to really just sit in stillness and understand what your heart is feeling and what it's saying to you and write that stuff down that's the first step to rewriting your story i always say like how this aligns to business is you know the goal sets the direction but the system is what encourages these daily actions that's that that can certainly become habits and it's really the same thing with rewriting our story is like we have a vision of going somewhere that's great let's let's carve out that vision let's get inspired by that vision let's get super 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 committed to that vision but let's focus on what is going to make us live an enjoyable life today because the more joyful and present we can live right now we will blow that vision and that goal out of the water and we'll be happy along the way.
0: So then take me back to the cam that you said wasn't very fit and before you started finding fitness and what did it look like and feel like and how did you even get started because there are so many people that just cannot get started or have been fit at some point and let it all go because of trauma stress whatever just takes us in our lives we've all been there and we can all easily be there again that's just the fragility of life so tell me about that cam and what what you began with
1: yeah so i was you know a lot like most I was very very skinny and I was super insecure about my body I got picked on I played sports in school and I was always the skinniest kid on the team and I was you know getting picked on about my size and my weight and you know that was tough to deal with as a young kid I grew up in a household of two older sisters that were like popular and I by far was not not at all and I had you know the desire to become fit was inspired from an insecurity. And that insecurity actually pulled me into working out. But that that was kind of the start is I wanted to change. I didn't want to just be skinny and I didn't want to be made fun of for being skinny. So I thought, okay, if I change my physical appearance, maybe those people that are bullying me about being skinny will go away. And the fact of the matter is, is like, I got to the point where I just accepted myself in my own skin. And instead of working out because I was trying to dissolve an insecurity, I worked out because I wanted to change and and become a better version of myself. So I started to do it for myself, which actually carried me through. But the most advice I give to people is like, the only thing you should worry about is just taking the first step. Even if it's like just starting, if you're scared to start... Remember, nothing easy is great and nothing great is easy. So it's going to be challenging. But in those challenging moments, the character that you build is somebody that you can be proud of. Even to just start is something that you can be proud of. So remember that. Even if you're getting up in the morning and doing 10 squats, bodyweight squats, that's a step in the right direction. And I think the most important part is when you tell yourself that you're going to do something, and you do it, you you reinforce this belief mechanism. So, you know, if you're telling yourself, okay, I'm going to get up and do five squats. And you did five squats. Well, now you're building internal belief and internal confidence, which then is going to inspire you to get up the next day and do 10 more squats. Okay, I kept my word. I'm reinforcing this habit of confidence and self-belief that I can do it. Whatever I set my mind to, I can do. And then those things get a little bit more progressive. Okay, you know, I've done 10 squats and maybe five push-ups and a few sit-ups and I did it consistently and maybe I'm going to try out some weights now because I believe that what I set my mind to, I'm going to achieve. But that's really where you get started. Start small and then reinforce that habit and that belief and that confidence and you will then you know, move through and graduate into something a little bit more progressive.
0: So basically starting off with body weight movements is obviously going to be safer for somebody who's really just getting started. And then you're saying as you're building confidence and habits and rituals and good feelings around the fact that you did it and you achieved it, then not only the body, but the mind is ready to perhaps do a little bit more, as you say, with weights and things like that. What about those people who are already sort of training every day, but not seeing any change, not seeing any results in their body? What would you say to that? How does FitPlan app help them with form or yeah, tell me a little bit more.
1: Yeah, it's funny. I mean, most people, it's, it's quite sad to be honest. I think, you know, I, I love what you're doing. You're, you're, you're inspiring people to live in the state of well-being um, so they can just live a happier, healthier, and hopefully a longer life. And we need more people in in the world like that. Because if you look at the general population, they're really not getting healthier. So it's us as leaders that have gone through this. It's our responsibility to keep, you know, to keep expressing why we do things and how you can get started. So like you said, yes, bodyweight movements, all that sort of stuff, if you're to start, and if you've already been into a routine, and you're not seeing results. I mean, most people don't see results because they just win it. They don't have a plan. They really don't know what to do. They're just doing exercises they've seen on YouTube or whatnot, but everybody's body is different. Everybody's hormonal system is different. Everybody's metabolism is different. So there is a personalized uh, approach to fitness. And what we do with fit plan app is we have a variety of different things for several different goals, something very cool that we just launched. And this was based on my desire to connect deeper with uh, our members is we just launched group coaching, which essentially, if you are just getting into fitness, or you want to take your fitness to the next level, our trainers, a lot of our trainers and myself are going to coach you along the way. So we're going to help you with nutrition, we're going to help you select the right plan. We're going to help you with the form of the exercises. We're going to help you set the right daily habits. The form is super important, right? It's it's the, the body, you know, it's, it's physiologically like needs to work in certain patterns. Like we're developed through patterns and that's what form is essential for. Muscles run in different ways and different patterns and it's important to effectively do the exercises properly, not only for your safety, but it will expedite your results by far.
0: Yes, because for me being you know a chiropractic advocate and educator and making that the foundation of everybody's health because through having chiropractic care, you're addressing the nervous system and the nervous system is the master controller. It's like having a car with a chassis that's out of alignment. Of course, the wheels are going to wear out on one side and the body. So I'm always looking at form and looking at alignment and posture. And of course, you have incredible form when you're demonstrating exercise and training but for some they don't see themselves like that they just see it as a package of there's a fit person whereas when that person who's just starting out concentrates purely on form while they're training as you say it's safer but that's when you can really start to get the results because you're engaging the right muscles to work correctly
1: yeah absolutely yeah yeah form is super important i mean it's like doing the right exercises And, and doing the right exercises the right way is really important. Obviously, you know, mixing in all of my programs and and how I've trained for several, several years is before I even touch weights or before I even activate muscles, I'm always doing mobility exercises. So I'm warming, warming up the joints, I'm warming up the ligaments, I'm warming up the tendons so that they're ready to take on stress. I think that's super important. There's not enough people. You know doing mobility exercises to mobilize the system and then you know they're just beating their, their body up without you know going through a mobility practice or a warm-up and they're not stretching after the workouts and they wonder why they're stiff and sore and have bad posture and have back pain and shoulder pain and all these sort of things it's it's you know they're, they're just not taking care of their body in, in the way that they really should
0: That's interesting that you do because, you know, somebody who's as, you know, muscly as yourself, you would think that that person isn't flexible or has great mobility. And so it's so important to know as a mentor that we're looking to really focus on mobility. I mean, range of motion comes from that too. I mean, imagine trying to do a squat and you can't because you don't have good mobility then you haven't got good form. Then you're not engaging the right muscles, and then it becomes this kind of you know circle effect where it's just never ending, not not healthy, not good for you. So huge one there. Thank you for sharing that. And you're just talking about what you've just launched. What are the other goals for the growth of Fit Plan?
1: Yeah. So we're we're really trying to lean into how do we provide more value to our community. Um, for me, as I mentioned earlier, people is is what really sets my soul on fire and helping people and providing more value and serving people is really what sets my soul on fire. So um, we're really going hard into creating that human connection between our coaches and trainers and the member. Um, so we're really leaning into group coaching. We're looking to onboard incredible coaches and leaders out there uh, that are inspired to really help and support a member base and a community. Um, so those are the, the uh, immediate focuses that I don't think will go away. This is going to be a long-term thing for us. We're just so inspired to to help and deepen our connection with the community. Um, And we're also by nature a tech company. So we're always looking for innovative ways to provide uh, a more seamless user experience uh, that helps people find the right program, do the right things while they're working out, give them data feedback so they can understand where they can improve um, they can understand, you know, what things are working, what things aren't, how they can adjust, how they can optimize and how they can keep growing. So um, those two things are at the forefront of what we're doing right now. Really leading into human connection and innovating how we um, create a seamless user experience through technology.
0: Wow. Exactly what the world needs right now. Human connection because we have such incredible technology. So does this mean we get to speak to A-Rod and all of those greats <laughs> while we're training? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, uh, he may not be on the group coaching lost roster quite yet, but uh, it, it's not out of the question. On the 16th of May, we're launching our first set of coaches. So we have Renee, which teaches uh, Pilates, level one Pilates. So it's yeah. So a lot of it is is body weight. Um, so she's she's uh, she has a group coaching um, container launching on the on the 16th of May. Myself. I have uh, a program called uh, Mind and Body Functional Aesthetics. So it's it's about you know looking and feeling your absolute best. I've incorporated some of the mindfulness practices that I do on a daily basis. so We're taking care of those three systems: the mental state, the emotional state, the physical state. And then Kevin Lowe, which is uh, an absolute phenomenal trainer. Um, he's teaching a functional a functional strength program. So. He does a lot of like incredible stuff. He his body moves. He's up there with some of the best. Like he can he's outrageously strong. He doesn't weigh a lot. I think he lifts like three or four times his body weight, but is extremely functional. He has probably one of the best squats on the planet. He he has mastered almost every Olympic lift, but he also is very well-versed in bodyweight exercises. So his program is going to be really, really great. He's a phenomenal, motivating speaker as well. So those three that are, are the are the first for uh, good coaching. And then we have a whole new set of coaches uh, that we're launching in the beginning of September.
0: I mean, let's not take away from the fact how inspiring you are to just be able to talk to and be coached by... Just given your story that, you know, you were this skinny guy that had zero confidence and look at you now living your wildest dreams because you're all about focused on people and community. You've got your most amazing, you know, bride to be with baby growing. And it's just incredible, really, as an inspiration for people to say, well, you know, I can live the life I've always dreamed of. And, you know, even Cam started from, you know, nothing, (laughs) you know, if you want to call it that but you know you built on that foundation and you made it all possible and i think the reason why fit plan continues to be a success year after year after year as i said you know you were before home workouts even began and you're still thriving now through a pandemic and beyond it just goes to show that the foundations of why you started fit plan is because it's all about community and people so that is something that i'm so inspired by
1: thank you thank you so much
0: cam i just want to say how grateful I am to have met you and it is a testament that we have stayed friends throughout the many years when we first met you know through Instagram and online and that real friendships and connections do come from apps and here we are sharing now your message with the world and on my very first episode of Well To Do thank you so much Cam Speck for being on our show.
1: Thank you I'm so honored to be on your show and it's been so beautiful getting to know you even even more and more and everything that you do in this in, in this world to inspire others to live a great life yeah once again thank you so much for having me on the show and it was such a pleasure to uh, dive in and talk and i hope your listeners get some value from this because we truly just want to help I'm sure
0: they will. Check out Fit Plan, everybody. And coming up on our second episode, we'll be talking to Russian-born American Mike Sherbakov. He is an incredible philanthropist doing great things. In fact, his business is called uh, The Greatness Venture. So stay tuned on our second episode of Well To Do.